Yeah, feels good to be back. Return to the jank. Hi. Hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Post Credits, our live show that we do on Saturday nights. Uh, you might have noticed we took a break for a couple weeks. We're back last week, and now we're we're back for a while. We're I think. back again. We're ba- back again. Say where Post Credits back. is back. Tell a Post friend. Post Credits are back. <laughs> Uh, we we have two people sharing a mic. Say hello, Robbie and E. Hi. Hello. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> and then me and Sam are uh, sharing one split level. So this is going to be completely jank free, I assume, and everything's going to work perfectly. Totally fine. Yeah. Going to be. <laughs> All as... I accidentally punched the mic. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just realized I forgot to even do like the countdown thing that we normally do. Uh... It's fine. Just imagine yeah, we we're did getting one. Back. Yeah, we're getting back to form. It's fine. Imagine we did count. I dropped my phone. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, this one's always been a little bit less professional than our main show anyways. Oh, extremely so. <laughs> That's what makes it fun. Yeah. Um, you never know whenever Sam's going to have some guy like, yeah, can I get this? Oh, yeah, I'll be five bucks. Like right in, in the yeah. background while we're talking about something. Can I get a <laughs> McDouble, please? Well, I'm not working. I'm just in the room with you guys tonight, so you don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Hey, can you ring this up for me? Uh, yeah, Sam. Can I actually? Can I actually get a? Can a I get a pint? Um, Do you take credits? Yes. How about EBT? Yeah, I'll take all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have this. Um, partially drink it, drinking, drinking, <laughs> drinking it. Partially drunk, drinking, drink. Is it drink? Partially or drunk, drunk. <laughs> yeah, partially drink. Drunk? Partially drunk, truly tea. I'll give you two pennies. <laughs> Partially drunk, Partially truly D. Truly D. Partially drunk. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Are you two already drunk? I wish. Partially drunk. Truly tea and partially drunk Sam and me. There we go. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the episode. That's the name. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> it's like Peter a tongue Piper twister. If it didn't require anything actually difficult to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Peter Piper pecked a peck of pickle peppers. Goddamn. Pickle pepper picked a patch of Peter Piper's. What a world world that we wander. Was that how it goes? We shall. I'm just gonna look up tongue twisters now. No, don't. <laughs> yep, it's happening. Um. Anyway, I guess I'll ask E. Hi. What's up? Uh. Life. Wait. Life. Yeah. Cool. That's my answer. Um, Good. <laughs> I have, in fact, watched the thing in the past week. Uh, I I hinted at starting something last week. I think just on the podcast. I don't think I did in the live show. Um, yeah. Odd Taxi, which is an anime. Um. Uh, when I last described it, I was like, you know, I thought it was pretty good, and so far, and like it wasn't quite what I expected. It floored me, honestly. Yeah, I saw some of your internet postings. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh wow, he ended up really liking that. Huh? Yeah, I I honestly loved that. It's probably a top ten for me. I wanted wow. to like sit on it because you know, like recency bias, of course. Right. But man, like it genuinely really impressed me as it kept going, and like. I can officially say it is actually it is one hundred percent like a mer- uh, mystery type show. But is it? It's on VRV. Yeah. All right. I think you should be able to see it. Um, it's not like an exclusive. I don't think it is, but it's newer. Okay. So it might still be on like a delay. I'm okay. not sure, okay. but um, 
honestly, like if I already had like a different plan for like the free live show watchings, uh-huh. I might do that one instead. So I don't want to do like too much spoilery stuff because I do think you would. There's a good chance you would enjoy it. I'm pretty sure Robbie would. I I, I like animes. murder mystery. Yeah. Um, uh, case closed is great. It never ends though. Nope. That's, a, that's <laughs> think, anime. That's how I, I get think the anime it's still part. Going. <laughs> I think so. On the um, same case, two thousand episodes later, it's a different case every time. But he stays a young kid. What if he? What if it was the same exact case for like five thousand episodes, and he just keeps finding more evidence every episode? Just eventually, it just gets. It's not case closed anymore. It just becomes cold case. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that Rampa. whatever right. that fucking called game. Yeah, the no, most right. old way you could have said that. Danganronpa. It's like how do you that kid's it? Danganronpa. How do you it say is, that? Is Danganronpa. <laughs> <laughs> Bim dang and I mean, honestly, it's a it's a weird We're name. Phoenix right? Yeah, Dongo Bongos. I should have just said Phoenix right. <laughs> he knew. But um, yeah, like I just I really loved Odd Taxi, and apparently it's like somewhat not as popular. Which I I mean. I get like really like confused because sometimes I see something all the time in my feeds, but maybe it's just I follow very similar people to me. Right. <laughs> That's usually the case. Yeah. But like, yeah, I usually like really enjoy it. Like it does. It does a thing that I think a lot of mysteries I've seen drop the ball on. We're like, as you're watching the first time, you're like, okay, yeah, that's an interesting, that's like a weird way to put something or like, I wonder why they, showed that and then when you get to the end you're like oh my god that's why they showed it that way like not and it doesn't feel like it withheld information from me the whole time like when i figured out what certain things happened i was like oh that's why and like i could have pieced it together the whole time but i like those kind of mysteries yeah where it just kind of shows it at a different angle to yeah. piece it all together. Because like there's there's like the mystery that the character is following throughout the show, and then there's actually a big twist. I mean, I guess I don't think revealing that there is a twist is really that much, considering I already said it's a mystery. But right. like, there's a big twist I did not see coming. But after it, I was like, that makes total sense of why like these characters talk this certain way about huh. something, and like it just genuine like. Like the first half is definitely set up, and the second half's like the payoff. But like as it was going, the second half, I was just like kept getting more and more invested in how they're like continuing it. It was I loved it honestly. All right. Yeah, and it's only twelve episodes, so. And they're like twenty minutes. Yeah. So it's like, but like minus intro and outro, probably closer to eighteen. So then it's like three episodes, really. No, we could finish up this <laughs> that thing in like three live shows. Yeah, that I'll agree. On. I thought you meant like just saying in general it's three episodes. I was like, no, that's not of like that... a of a regular television show. No, that's of that's not regular. That television Ow. shows are like an hour long now. That's very different. That's extremely regular. No, that's very a new thing. That is not a new thing. Yeah. No. How long was I Love Lucy episodes? Huh. Uh, the, that old sitcom. Yeah. That's not a television show. What do you mean that's, that's not a, a sitcom? Television. It's different. What, did, what does that mean? Sitcoms are way shorter, and cartoons are way shorter. Yeah, like let's go back. Any real show? Oh <laughs> I think even fucking Magnum PI was a forty-four minute thing. That's fucking was Magnum PI. <laughs> 
or maybe Murder, even Days of Our Lives. Wasn't that only 22 minutes? I don't remember, actually. No, I think Murder, She Wrote was an hour-long show. Huh? Oh, I could be wrong. Doctor Who was an hour long. Even yeah, but that's then. the Doctor. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's the Doctor, man. But yeah, um, Odd Taxi, very good. And then uh, just like random tidbits, uh, I mentioned on the podcast, I did finish Retro Game Challenge 2. Mm. And man, that game is honestly great. And 100%, I don't, I don't say this about a lot of stuff because I don't think the term is used very <laughs> accurately, but underrated gem for sure. And I could say that for certain because it didn't even come out in America. <laughs> yeah, extremely underrated. <laughs> yeah, because it was never rated. Oh man, but like that—that that was great because I—I it was on one of the live shows. I was like gushing about the first one. Yeah, and this one really is just the, everything the first one did great, but way better. Because like the first one was like, oh, here's all the NES stuff, like a catalog of how NES kind of progressed throughout its lifespan. Yeah, and this one's like. Here's all of the 80s and some of the 90s in how it progressed. Like, uh, it's like NES, Super NES, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, uh, and just kind of other random, like... Thing, and N64. Like, no. <laughs> I was curious if it was going to go 3D, but I think because the DS already is struggling to be an N64, <laughs> there's yeah. no way. But, like, it has, like, the... Whatever the Japanese computer systems that were common were... Oh, and the Famicom Disk System. That was the other one. Mm. Commodore 64, maybe? Yeah, it wasn't quite that, because I don't think that was as popular in Japan, but, like, that kind of yeah. games. Um, Yeah, it's just, like, it's really great, though. Like, it really feels like living through that kind of experience again. Hmm. And it's, like, presented in that way, too, because, like, it's like, oh, I transported you back to my childhood. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it like, knows what the, it's trying to be. The main, like... I think I told you the last time it's like based off a Japanese show called Retro Game Challenge. Yeah. And like it's presented like that guy was so mad that everyone's beating him at video games that he sent them back to his past. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> and like it knows it's silly. Yeah. Um but yeah, that one's really fun and like doing it cuz uh there's you beat the game and you get credits and then it's like, "Oh, but did you beat every game?" And I didn't have to, <laughs> but I did do that anyways because like i know i got the credits but like what if i get super credits <laughs> and i do what so, yeah there's, super credit you get even a, more people worked on the game yeah, no you get a picture of the the host of the japanese tv show <laughs> and it freezes your game oh good great like in like how old games would like you're stuck on the credits oh you just can't do anything and you turn you can't, off. Yeah. yeah okay that's fun. well yeah it it is really fun um one of these days I should just bring my DS and let you try it because it's a lot of fun. I would love to. Yeah. It sounds somewhat similar to like Evo Land. Maybe. I never played that. Ooh, um, I'll have to bring that over sometime. Uh, that's how that one starts. It's like it starts off with like Game Boy graphics and then eventually get color and then yeah, uh, get more depth to it. And then eventually like it does eventually go to 3D with that one. But it starts off with like original Game Boy to like PlayStation mm -hmm. era. And that was originally done for a game jam, too. So I think you would like it for that, too. Yeah, I forget. Is that the one you told me you had to, like, you actually just couldn't beat the game? Or was that a different one? No, that was Bit Evolution. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Retro Game Challenge 2. Uh, great game. I wish it came out in America. <laughs> but uh, it, it really, like, it's it's one of those games. It's just so charming throughout that, like, even if the game wasn't as fun, I probably would have still like played it just for how charming it was but it really like feels like you're playing nes and super nintendo games 
sometimes to a fault, but <laughs> yeah. like sometimes it's like, oh, these controls are jank, but I know that's because it's trying to accurately be like the original Super Mario Brothers. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go. Sam. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I tricked you, Robbie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What's uh you you we you uh in the podcast talked about how you had jury duty, but you didn't talk about the details that you hated about it. <laughs> well, she said she went to lunch and then it ended. <laughs> right. Well, what? Sam was live texting us the whole thing. Which I think you're also not supposed to do that. Well, not but... when I was in the courtroom. <laughs> you're not supposed to have your phone off in the courtroom. And but... you clearly did. Yes, I did in the courtroom. <laughs> Are you about to like get Sam arrested? I don't know, maybe. No, I was texting you from um, the room where everybody just sits and waits to be called into the courtroom. <laughs> oh. But, um, yeah, there's this, oh, there's this lady there. That also got picked, so I had to be stuck with her for, like, the whole time I was there. <laughs> but she she was just, like, one of those people that will not shut up. And she was, like, pretty much the most knowledgeable about everything ever. <laughs> she knows exactly how the the court system and jury system works. She was a carny. She fucking works on her own vehicles and knows all about that. And like, yeah, she... I mean, I can work on my own vehicle too. It just it doesn't mean it's gonna work after I'm <laughs> no, done. No, she was just like one of those people that was like super like authoritative, authoritative, yeah, and like confident in like everything they're saying. Like they know everything. Anyway, she would not shut up the whole goddamn fucking time. <laughs> The most interesting woman in the world. Also yeah. an anti-vaxxer and saying, oh, next they're going to put chips in us. Like, bitch, you have a fucking telephone. You have a fucking mobile phone. They're already You're tracking like, you. You're like, I already have laced potato chips in my body. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to lunch. So she was one of those anti-vaxxers. Anti-fucking... Ugh. Yeah, she was awful. And I had to just, like, listen to her bullshit. <laughs> I don't always do drugs, but when I do, I do crystal meth. <laughs> the most interesting woman in the anyway, world. Anyway, she was picked to be on the jury with me, so, yeah. Must have been real slim pickings. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I bet that guy would have gotten off. Yeah. She was like, I bet he. he's like, I'm not vaccinated, and she's like, he's free. <laughs> he's not brainwashed like you sheeple. Possibly, but it's also like... um. When you're in the courtroom and they're like trying to pick the jury or whatever, they ask like random people. Well, it's probably not that random, but they ask <laughs> yeah. people questions like um, uh, one of the questions was basically if a cop stood up here on this um, podium or whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. I think it's stand. Yeah. The stand, I guess. And would you be more likely to like believe him over the defendant and like everybody was like yes absolutely i I will trust you (laughs) everybody was like yes i would trust the police officer way more unquestionably than this man who could or could not be a felon yeah (laughs) well he definitely is a felon because he was in prison oh and he got in trouble for contraband it didn't specify what kind of contraband um but yeah we didn't get that far into it (laughs) but yeah it's a uh very conservative small town rural community 
and I do not belong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I think I told the stories about how when I went to jury duty, it was just like an hour of them. A lot of people just very openly saying that they would let the cop do whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if a cop stand on, or stood on top of this uh, table and started peeing on the jury, how would you all react? And like, well, what like, does pee would, taste like? Yeah. <laughs> I opened my mouth, of course. <laughs> and the, there were like people like um, that were obviously very like biased and racist against the defendant because he was a black guy. And this is a very rural, like Trump loving fucking community <laughs> trump thumpers as i like to call them yeah trump thumpers <laughs> and yeah a lot of them were like yeah i would totally believe that this guy would be more capable of doing a crime <laughs> yeah, that's why the guy took the uh ended up taking the plea deals because he looked at the jury and went i, I know fucked. i know that's what i was thinking too like it was a whole bunch of fucking white old white people <laughs> judging him like what the fuck yeah, he's like looking he's like this looks like a nine to one vote yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly so yeah was... shit yeah that sounds awful yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I'm gonna talk about my thing real quick because I don't really have much. I once saw Suicide Squad as I talked about. Yeah, it's the Suicide Squad. It's not technically a sequel. It's a soft reboot. It's a sequel to something. No, no, it's a soft reboot. <laughs> um, directed by James Gunn, as most people probably know him as the director of Guardians of the Galaxy One and Two. Yeah. Um, I prefer to know him as the writer of Tromeo and Juliet. Nomeo and Juliet? Tromeo. Oh. Uh, the one that's like real into necrophilia. Not the one that has garden gnomes as every character. Into no. Necrophilia. <laughs> uh, yeah. How, how do you not know Tromeo and Juliet? Um, heard of it. That was his first writing credit. Hmm. Uh, it's real cool with necrophilia. It's it's a Tromo. Or not Tromo. Tromi. Tromi. Tromeo. What? <laughs> What is the Tromance? name of the studio? No, I know what you're talking about. Tristar? Um, no. Toei. No. Tro- Tromo? Troma? Trumu. Troma. Troma. <laughs> Tromo. Yeah, the, you know, the chocolate it's a, milk. It's a Troma production, um, which their whole thing is like garbage trash movies that are meant to be garbage trash movies. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, well, I'm just going to go ahead and block this dude right away here is someone claiming that they're the fbi and need our social security uh no, no. it's someone saying lots of racial slurs oh yeah lovely probably a 12 year old and they shared the live show so that's great <laughs> fuck you dude all right yeah well. fucking share it everywhere this piece of shit is a shit <laughs> well whatever <laughs> fuck that guy you're probably gonna have to look at the chat pretty commonly then yeah, I blocked him, so we'll see what happens. All right. I can't even say the name. I literally can't. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, so watch Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Suicide the Squad. The Suicide Squad. And it starts exactly how I want this movie to start. Being extremely R-rated. Um, extremely in-your-face with its sense of humor. And what the first one should have been. They punch a guy and he explodes. No, it's it's real silly and very 
it praises how ridiculous it is and how awful everybody is. Uh, and it sh- the first one should have been that, but instead it was a PG-13 Hollywood blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That was cut to all hell, from my understanding. Um, cut to all hell because we gotta make it somewhat family-friendly. Mm-hmm. And this one was absolutely not family-friendly. At all. Good. <laughs> the most star power that it had in it was Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn again. Right, because people really like her as Harley Quinn. Right. Uh, but that's like the most star power that was in this entire movie. Well, actually, Peter Capaldi is in it as well, but he's... Tell me they didn't get Will Smith back as Killer Crocker, Wait, whoever did they the heck have, he played. Did they have what's-his-name as Joker? No, no Joker in this. Okay, good, because I feel like that's what made the last one this is when following more of like the birds of prey thing of like they broke up so he's just out of the picture they very much broke up harley quinn is very much over that and there's a whole scene where she goes into it uh and it's really hilarious and also kind of uh sad at the same time like margot robbie does a great job as harley quinn she's able to make her incredibly silly and also relatable at the same time yeah um make her feel human and you kind of get a vision of like how she views the world and stuff like that and like her version of her insanity and stuff it's it's really fun it's super super fun i really like the movie uh it's also uses john cena perfectly it has so much fucking eaters elbow in it the invisible man or something no john cena is the peacemaker i don't remember that character yeah that's kind of the point of the suicide squad fair enough (laughs) there's supposed to be a bunch of characters that don't fucking matter and harley quinn and harley quinn (laughs) um like yeah i i think that even shark shark man or whatever his name is yeah they did perfect casting because he only says like two or three words at a time and they're very like jumbled and like oh they cast sylvester stallone so he's very known to be oh yeah i was gonna ask if they got the voice actor behind jaws (laughs) the shark (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh it was great it 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 did the subversive thing within the first 10 minutes that i wanted it to do and it doesn't pull any punches with any of its violence in a very fun way. Uh, if you don't like violence, you're not going to like this movie because it is extremely unforgivingly violent. Okay. Um, and extremely, extremely dark sense of humor. Death is often the punchline. So. Get it? It's funny because you're dead. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, it's great. It's super great. I saw it in Dolby Cinema at AMC. And if anybody knows anything about that sound system or the screen, it looked amazing. And the last 40 minutes of that movie, if you've seen it, you'll know. Uh, But my seat was shaking literally for the last 40 minutes of that entire movie because of everything that was happening on screen. It was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Highly recommend that movie. It's six out of 10. No, no, I would, I would, I give it a five out of seven. I would give it a nine if I had to rate it actually. Five out of seven. It's God damn it. Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Five out of seven. Um, really good i want to watch it again soon mm. it's a uh, very very enjoyable maybe i wouldn't say james gunn's best work but it's up there i think i would still put slither I, as his number one but. i was gonna say you said that he has the guardians so guardian one i guess would probably be a contender um nomeo and juliet like you said Tro- and you would not like tromeo and juliet probably not it sounds like there's <laughs> necrophilia in it not exactly necrophilia but how does how is it not exactly <laughs> well it's a giant puppet that's shaped like a dick which what but it's a dead dick what a giant puppet shaped like a dead dick giant puppet like how giant is this dead like somebody had a giant puppet that they put on their arm and it was the size of their arm 
And it's just shaped like a dick. It's a dead dick. Like, how do you know it's dead then? Because it, it's, it's from... It's green and the skin's falling off of it's it? It's from Tromeo. Okay. Who's dead. He's a zombie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be so fair, when he said really giant dick... De- when he said giant dead dick, the first thing that came to mind is like a giant plushie of a dead dick. No, it's not cute. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's he's giving this face like, oh, that's such trash. But like, that's kind of the point. It's very purposely trash. Trash, 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 garbage. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you sound like Ebert. <laughs> it was garbage. Loved it. The guy <laughs> exactly. Says, was he the guy who's like in his dying years? They tried to get to play a video game to see if he would call it art. Yeah, because he was like a super movie critic. Uh huh. Yeah, and he was like, nope, DDR yep. is not art. I don't know what game. Like, I don't know what probably game not it was. DDR. I doubt it was DDR. He couldn't really move much. Grand yeah. like, Theft Auto. That is not art. Yeah, they gave. They're like, here is Sonic in three and Knuckles. <laughs> there's a game. There's game. If you handed flower to him, I bet he would call it art. A flower? No flower. Oh, the game flower. There's so many. I mean, there's definitely art games. Yeah. That like a critic would like. Like Grease was another one. Grease. That was one I talked yeah. about. Gris. G R I S. Yeah, Grease. Oh, it's pronounced Greece. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, that's a very artsy game, I think. And it's not, like, hard to play as a video game, which I think is another thing that would be an issue. Yeah. Like, you couldn't give him, like, Portal, because he would not know how to play. No. and he Even would... though I would say that's a very, like, art kind of game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm playing a lot of Stardew Valley right now. I think that's art. <laughs> that's the least art game. That is Why is that art. the least art game? What? It's just so mechanical. What Everything in this is so mechanical. No. Why does that mean in like that... in the context of all video games? Why is that so mechanical? Like it's very systems driven. Like you do this thing and this it's thing happens. Goal driven. That sounds like video games. No, but then like you get certain pieces of art, video games. I would say like that isn't just like a you do this thing and this next thing will happen after you've done it five times. Like randomization i think is part of a video game being art in a weird way not that like i would call, say that like it's so you're saying that stardew valley isn't art the fuck is wrong with you i would say you wouldn't give it to I a critic to try and convince them eyebrow art i would definitely call it eyebrow i don't think like the jokes aside i don't actually think there's a video game you could give the most criticy critic because i think he's kind of dead set at that point that video games aren't art yeah yeah good point you know he'd be like but this isn't truly a video game, is it? Why this do I have to participate it? in it? Yeah. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> yeah. That's his last that's that, his last that his words. Like... <laughs> Why do I have to participate in it? <laughs> he just dies saying, God's trash. <laughs> and he wouldn't be wrong. Yeah. Uh, where did we get to? Where did, where did we get know. to? Because we were talking she was saying Tromeo and Juliet, Robert Evert. Robert Ebert, what's his name? Ebert, Robert Ebert. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how we got it. Yeah, we kept, got, yeah, kept yeah. going back to Rome, Dr- Tromeo. But it Trom- all came Tromeo. back around to Stardew Valley. So. Yeah, you brought it to Stardew Valley. <laughs> Stardew Valley is a good video it's game. It's a great game. It's not very fun. It, it is very fun. It is very it's fun. a good you relaxing to be game. It's the... too mechanics driven. It's very goal driven and it's very fun, and you get to have waifus or whatever. Yeah, that's the worst yeah. part. And you can also be gay. Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. 
I I don't know. I'm not like the dating. It's like a mo- guy, more so. mature. <laughs> it's like more mature Harvest Moon. I think it's stretching it to call like the romance thing in Harvest Moon dating sim. Mm-hmm. It's about the same level of complication. <laughs> I say it's less. Honestly, it's just give give them many amethysts. That's yeah. isn't that a dating sim? <laughs> no, give them many it's potentially shows a good option. You don't have to choose any options really. When I think of dating sims, I just think of those games where you have to like like those visual novels the ones where you have to get them all naked so you can fuck them but I... <laughs> oh yeah that's hentai that's just porn sim you just that's played... a lot of dating sims actually you'd be surprised i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> and it's like i'm like oh yeah let me see the achievements for this game and i'm like why is she naked oh <laughs> i'm out <laughs> gonna get the platinum Oh, why do I have to get them so naked? Just get the platinum. Uh, I was trying to read how she wants to be a seamstress when she grows up. Where did this come from? <laughs> I want to be a seamstress, but these seams just rip apart. <laughs> Dry, no, we need to no, send my because top. of my giant fucking titties. Dry, we need to send this pronto. See if we get money. <laughs> the new hit There's game. My, all the people here are seamstresses. <laughs> well, they're all bad. <laughs> Doki Doki Seamstress Club. Oh, you laugh, but there's there's a game developer right now. It's like write that down, write that down. I mean, I I genuinely like I could write the stupidest premise for a dating sim and make like the dumbest dating sim, and I guarantee some people would take it in earnest yeah. and I'd feel bad because yeah. I, I mean, wrote a shitty game. There was that KFC dating game. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was the. T- Tank one. There's also a pigeon one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that people, one, like, people really like that pigeon one, actually. <laughs> yeah, people really want to fuck pigeons. It's, it's real weird. Uh, Don't fuck pigeon, pigeons, please. Yeah, that's really the point we're trying to get at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck pigeons. But, uh, yeah. So, the Suicide Squad, did you have any other? Um. Just in general, in life? Started playing Titanfall 2 again. Nice. Was... Is that the one with Max? Yes. Yeah. Um. But is it art? <laughs> I would say it's too mechanics driven, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you get in the mech and you kill people and it gives you points. It's just it's just a mechanical yeah, game yeah, all it's around. It's too mechanical. It's too many mechs. <laughs> um, one story I actually did want to tell, I didn't get to tell on the main podcast, is uh-huh. I set the grill on fire this week. <laughs> um, yeah. Went out. I've turned it on because like, I preheat it every time so I can get it to a nice temperature first. Which I think actually ultimately doesn't do anything for a grill because you have to open it up and it's outside now so it doesn't really matter but whatever i do it anyway um and like i go out there and the bottom of the grill is just on fire <laughs> like i'm about to put the chicken on the grill have a great night a little late for a dinner but it's fine so i go to put it on there and it's on it's all on fire so i turn off the propane and the burners i i take the propane off and stuff like that and it's still burning a lot I'm like <laughs> all right that's probably gonna be a problem on this wooden deck <laughs> Um, the grease trap underneath also is on fire. So I calmly walk inside because I want to, I want to take off the metal things on it and take off all the guards and stuff like that. So I can just pat it down with like a towel or something. Um, my first thought was pour water on it. And then I remember the grease part. Don't (laughs) pour water on grease. I learned. Yeah. That's the Uh, first thing they teach you in any, uh, home ec class. Yeah. So I didn't do that. So I calmly walk inside and I'm like, hey, Liz, cut out. I grabbed the tongs real quick. She's like, yeah, why do you want the tongs? Uh, girl's on fire. And I grab the tongs and I calmly walk outside. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she 
just looks there's like eight fire trucks outside <laughs> i'm just sitting there like the top, the side of the house on fire i'm just like flipping the chicken with the tongs <laughs> <laughs> the fire the fire people are over there like hey can i get a bite <laughs> and you're like yeah dig in and it's on fire <laughs> he brings up the, the extinguishers like <laughs> I think you used too much uh, nitrogen in this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, took all that apart. An hour later, finally got to start cooking the chicken after I cleaned the grill, got rid of the grease, where Liz nearly spilled the grease on her hands. That would have been bad. Probably. Uh, and then, you know, so we ate about 9.30 that night. You know what I'm learning from this story? You should get a fire extinguisher. <laughs> I yeah. thought the same thing. <laughs> strangely idea. enough i was like i should have one of those shouldn't yeah. i it's one of those things you never think about it till it's too late you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and then you don't get one but just like seatbelts. yeah <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> i was gonna say like a toilet okay. plunger but sure <laughs> or vaccines <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah there's a lot of people apparently in hospitals like okay i'm sick i'll take the vaccine yeah like, no, no, it's too, it's too late. late. You too already late. you already waited too long. Yep. <laughs> and to be fair, I actually saw an interview with a guy who uh, he was like recovering from having COVID nineteen, and they asked him like, "So you're gonna get the vaccine now?" He's like, "No, of course not." Great. You're just like, I, like I already got sick. I might get sick again from it, but I'm not taking that vaccine because that's what they want me to do. <laughs> that's what they expect me to do. Oh my god, people are so it's what, fucking stupid. It's what the liberal government wants me to do, and I don't get my news from a liberal liberal government. Yeah, that works. <laughs> we should I was really gonna say just... liberal, but I said literal. Like, no, they kind of go together at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't get my news from our liberal government. I get my news from an ex, uh, an ex reality Shapiro, TV... from Ben Shapiro, an ex reality TV star that used to be president. Oh yeah, it's insane how many people genuinely still just take Ben Shapiro as like a serious source of anything. Yeah. It's because he yeah. knows how to present himself. Yeah, even yeah. if he's it's... an idiot, he knows like how to look authoritative. Mm-hmm. How to present himself, how to use big words for the fucking dumbasses that he's speaking to. <laughs> yeah, Watch your expletives, Samantha. Anyway. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam. Watch your dirty goddamn fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like... It's for a re- second, I really thought that I was swearing too much. No, <laughs> it's because he was being a dumb, dumb... Stop being a big dumb, word. dumb. Uh, like honestly, like recently, I watched a thing about like the rise of the anti-vaxxer movement. It's such a disappointing thing to watch because, oh like, God. there's obviously the main guy who like was like, "No, look, there's a link to autism," but like, it really is like the news media to blame because they all like immediately started publishing his fucking yeah thing as fact, and it's super disappointing. There was one article I read. I don't think I talked about this last week, um, but it was a kid who was a victim of a school shooting. Did I talk about this last week? I don't no. think so. Okay. Um, and it was the anniversary of it. He was, I think, a sophomore when it first happened and he just graduated his senior year. Or he or she, it doesn't say. I'm, I'm just putting something on there. I should say they. Um, they graduated in their senior year. And during the lockdown, um, their father started getting very into... Also, if you hear sirens are windows open. Um, they started getting into the QAnon stuff during mm-hmm. during the lockdown and started calling their own child a liar and that mm-hmm. they're lying about this whole thing and that they're involved in a false flag operation. 
and that they need to come out and tell the truth and that they are disowning them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't know. I'm brainwashing, obviously, but like, how do you get that far mm-hmm. down to where your child has literally gone through one of the worst things you could possibly imagine your child going through? Super traumatic experience. One of the most traumatic. Life-altering. It will paint the rest of your life. Exactly. And you come out of that thinking, they're a liar. There's no way that my well, child they're went through that this. Yeah, yeah, because they're brainwashed by some fucking nut jobs. Just like, how do you just get there, though? I don't, that's, I don't understand it. I think it's a gradual thing where it's like, basically, they present something that could be possibly believable or in a believable manner. And then it just keeps fucking like it, snowballing snow- yeah i was gonna say just... it snowballs of like well that kind of does make sense to so like well if that makes sense and this, this ha- also this, has yeah. to make sense and yeah oh this totally has to be true then kind of thing so it's, it's it is very much a snowball thing of like they i think one of the things that i heard that made a lot of sense especially with during the pandemic was uh a lot of people who are like super into conspiracy theories are people who feel like they're very out of control in their life and they need something that they to feel in control of or like someone to point the finger at like this is why i'm not in control and so they start pointing towards conspiracy theories because it gives them a sense of that power back yeah and so it's easier to it's easier to believe that like you know there's this boogeyman basically yeah yeah, this boogeyman and then it just gets worse when it's like a whole group of people yeah and then it becomes an echo chamber yeah and they're just fucking validating each other and these fucking ridiculous beliefs (laughs) <laughs> it's awful yeah it's genuinely awful um let's change the subject to something a little more happy though horror games robbie yeah i've, I've been playing the dread x collection again yeah <laughs> so yeah uh yesterday i watched that movie possum which was like super super unnerving yeah about oh. a bunch of opossums yeah sure you ever <laughs> see a bu- like a group of them and they're just like hissing at you like terrifying and then they start playing volleyball yeah. which is where the term playing possum comes from which is used in the olympics a lot sure i would actually really watch that movie wherever like a guy is like scared of possums and at the very end he just watches him scared playing volleyball (laughs) (laughs) while a man rides a harley in the background (laughs) i would would watch that movie (laughs) yeah that movie was super unnerving good horror movie don't think it could watch it but probably not it was pretty good like nothing super violent happens in it but like it's just super unnerving like i would have to like watch midsummer to tell for sure but like that makes me think of well, I was thinking about again, how unnerving that no was. There's no logic that goes to half the things that you didn't like in Midsummer. Yeah, but it's I, just I, general anxiety. Well, yeah. there's one, yeah. and that's like, I'm guessing. Like, <laughs> one, yeah, because like well, I'm just scared of heights. But... A lot of tension and just like weird, yeah, I... uh, sensory stuff. I think it comes down to like weird sensory shit. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Well, that or Possum also had that too. I will say, like in general, what that movie is basically about is dealing with unresolved or unresolved trauma and abuse and that's kind of what it is and it uses a lot of metaphors like that movie is very heavy-handed with symbolism and metaphors and everything and it's a lot of imagery to it but so not possums yes and no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the possum is behind the is pulling the strings all along it's like that ending in a silent hill 
the possum was inside of us the whole time. Yeah. Gasp. Or the ending of Wizard literally, of Oz. and then a possum pops out of his chest. Yeah. The, the I will real say possum I was... was the possums we met along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I watched that movie and was like super unsettled about the whole thing. It's like, well, I don't feel comfortable now. I'm going to play the Dread X Collection. <laughs> a logical conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Especially with me. Um, but yeah, I was telling you guys, like, there's a game called The Outsiders on there, wherever, like, you wake up in a house and you have no memory of how you got there or if it's mm-hmm. even your house. And, um, like, you kind of just, like, wander around and, like, look for things. And you're not sure exactly what you're doing there, why you're there. And then, like, after a certain amount of time, like, your character just dies. And you're not sure, like, what killed you or why or what happened. And then, like, the further you go on, like, you end up seeing, like, clues of what you're supposed to be doing written on the walls in blood and gives you an idea of what to do. Around the eighth try, I finally got it because like I did that game seven times before <laughs> on the eighth try. I was like, I'm going to give it one more shot. And after, you know, setting it back for a couple of weeks and I got it on the first try, like it gives you 15 minutes to solve it. And I had five minutes left oh. on the clock with this time around. <laughs> nice. And yeah. it turns out it was actually a gas leak the whole time. And you just had to change the batteries in your CO2. <laughs> <alarm>. <laughs> Worse, it was actually uh, aliens and you're part of an alien game show. And they took the batteries out of your CO2 alarm. <laughs> they did. Damn it. And that's why you have bad memories. That's why I should never write a horror game. <laughs> I mean, there's one that was there. I could see E writing it as a horror game. It was called uh, Mr. Bucket Told Me to Do It. So okay. Is it about the weird like 90s toy Mr. Bucket where he's like, I'm Mr. Bucket. Mr. I gobble Bucket. balls. <laughs> I gobble up my balls. <laughs> Give Mr. Bucket to gobble up your balls. That's kind of gobble what the toy gobble. was, yeah. Huh. Totally okay. not suggestive at all. No, of course not. No, no. No, uh that one is you play a guy who is in a plane crash and you got washed up on a deserted island, you're trying to survive there. And one of his coping mechanisms is he started drawing smiley faces and all of this stuff and putting a mister on it. So there's Mr. Like, uh, you see Mr. Spear, which you use Mr. Spear to catch fish so you can eat. And then you use Mr. Bowl to, like, go to the Oasis so you can drink some fresh water. And there's Mr. Relieve, relieve Yourself, which is a, just a toilet. <laughs> okay, this does and, sound like a game I would make. And yeah. uh, uh, you have Mr. Towel, which you use to clean yourself after you use the bathroom. And, like, he's just, like, talking to all of these inanimate objects because, like, they're the only thing to keep him company on this deserted island. So and, this entire game is Wilson. Yes, but okay. horror. Wait, and why then, would you use, use just like a towel? To... Because it's soft and absorbent and better than a leaf. I mean, yeah, but then you have to like clean it every time after. I mean, that. you're on a deserted island. Just go what to the ocean every and wash time. It. What? Yeah, yeah. You clean like, the poop off of it every time. Like, oh, I thought you meant like, <laughs> like actually, just like as a normal towel. No, it's, it's like white. Okay, yeah, but yeah, like you use these things because like Wait, you have so to keep. Does Mr. Towel get dirtier and dirtier throughout? Actually, no, it's on a okay, camera. Good. Uh, all of the games in this were made in one week. So, yes. okay. Yeah. Like, so someone was like, uh, what's a good game idea? Uh, yeah, Wilson, what's a, sure. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> most of these games are anywhere between like 20 minutes to an hour long, maybe. And uh, this is definitely one of them. This one's making me like 20 minutes long. But, like, you do those things and you have these meters and, like, you have to get the meter above a certain line. So, you have to make sure your hunger doesn't drop beneath mm. it and, you, and your thirst and your cleanliness don't drop beneath your poop. it. Yeah, and like your poop meter just fills up all the way. You want that empty. She's like, <laughs> but like, whenever you, whenever you relieve yourself, it makes you dirty, so you have to clean yourself off afterwards. Um, but like, yeah, there's that, and like, there's like these th- these kind of things where he's talking to these inanimate objects. But the only one that talks back to him is Mister Bucket, because like after towards the end of the day, you fall asleep and you wake up, uh, and Mister Bucket's standing next to a bonfire, 
and he's angry that you killed him and so in order for him not to kill you you have to uh start killing your friends one by one like he demands a sacrifice so <laughs> i'm gonna call it he went crazy and all these objects are just people right no okay maybe um, if they had more than a week yeah maybe if they had more than a week it could be something like that but with this one it was more or less like these are the only things to keep him company and he's haunted over the fact that he threw away this bucket and it's yeah it's making him destroy his other things and so it becomes harder to survive throughout the day so like you, uh-huh. if you throw away mr spear you can't catch catch fish anymore and you have to eat eat berries instead and those aren't nearly as nutritious but they use it more energy to go pick them so do you like have to choose which one you throw away each day yeah okay and it's basically just that you have to choose what which one you're throw throwing away at the each day. but then you can't wipe after you poo there's an ocean yeah, there's an ocean. That's salty. Yeah, but... Do you want fucking salt water up your ass? Yes. I mean, it would be. Clean, I mean, no. But... Wait, what's the normal answer? <laughs> I don't actually. I mean, know. It, no, I, think I guess the it. game's answer is if you uh, sacrifice Mr. Tao, you have to use the leaves to wipe yourself. That's and fine. it's like, That's oh fine. man, that was poison ivy actually. Oh, oh god, that would suck. Yeah. But there's that. Uh, if you throw away the spear, then you have to eat berries. And if uh, you throw away the bowl, you have to use uh, cracked coconuts in order to gather up water. I think, but after you've thrown away all of them, uh, you basically wake up and there's these torches leading you to a raft to get off the island. And then, like, he's basically just singing a song about how he's the only one left and uh, how he had to sacrifice everything. Nobody knows. Kind of. So, like, <laughs> I like your take on it, though, Jariah. That sounds like a, how they're actually survivors yeah, and he like, went crazy and killed them. But... Like a Life of Pi kind of twist. Well, I guess technically that's not the twist of life of pi <laughs> but it could have been isn't life of pi the one where he's stuck on a boat with the tiger yeah but like there's a point where it's like was that actually a tiger or did he like have some of his passengers live and he had to cope hmm. so he turned them into animals in his mind but i don't think that's what you're supposed to find from it i think you're supposed to be like and through the power of god he survived with the tiger I think that's kind of the the lesson you're supposed to take from it, if I remember right. So how did he survive? Because Jesus. Kind of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, there's that. Uh, probably the worst game that I played on that one is a game called Rock Gut, which uh, the whole Rot like, Gut. Yeah, Rot Gut. R O T G U T. Okay. But like that one, uh, because he only had a week to make it, and like that one is just basically a walking simulator. So you had to make a tour. You just walk for at least thirty minutes at a time, and like give you enough space to walk. You had to program all of these buildings and everything else in order to get it there. And like, you start off in an empty city, and then you have to like walk down this road, and then when you get to a rock, yep, you, you walk into the forest, and then that which leads to an abandoned tunnel where these people are having a party. And if you keep on walking down the tunnel, you see like more and more disturbing stuff written on the walls inside of this abandoned tunnel. And eventually it leads to uh, basically just a rock wall that you can't get past. And when you turn around, there's a rock wall on the other side and you're just stuck there. And the only way to get out of the game is to just exit the game. Like there's no ending to it besides that. And like after that, like basically what are and the funny thing about that is I closed it. And on Steam, there was a new achievement saying, congratulations, you died in the inside of an abandoned tunnel. (laughs) If you just wait it out, you just die. Mm -hmm. maybe you have to wait three real life days (laughs) to start to die of thirst yeah that's how long it takes for you to die of thirst even these games that are like an hour long doing that in a week is like super impressive oh yeah oh yeah like I uh, game jams are really cool to see like how much it can bring out of a person and it's honestly a really good way to get a like a really neat idea down to see if it's uh, 
like feasible to do. Yeah, crunch culture is just awesome that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what we're really getting at here. Yeah. Yeah, some of the games on there are really creative and really cool, like how they did it. Some of them I could see being expanded upon. Some are just good in what they are. Like Summer yeah. Nights is just good for what it is. That can never be more than what it is. Yeah. But for... like there are certain games that like are game jam games and there's not more you could do. Like how some things are just shorts. Yeah. Yeah. And not a movie. They are hmm. just movies. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> Tune in next week for Is This a Short? That's is, this a shorf? <laughs> is this a shorf? Is this a shorf? Is this a shorf? What is a shorf? What do shorfs think? Do they think? Find out. Yeah. Can it be drinketed? <laughs> Drinking. But yeah, like that's kind of what I was, besides work, that's what I've been up to. Nice. Also, I forgot a thing. I went and saw another movie. I almost oh. forgot. Uh, I went and watched The Green Knight. Oh, good. Was it green? There was some green. I have many issues with the screening that I went to. Okay. It was all green, and they tried to put a green screen of, like, another movie in the background. No, it's a problem. I can tell this movie is gorgeous. Fucking Drop Dead Gorgeous. I want to see it in 4K. I know I say that a lot, but, like, uh -huh. I think the bulb was going out on my projector oh because anything that was supposed to be slightly dark was just super dark hmm. and anything that was supposed to be bright would flicker yeah that yeah it like sounds it. like the projector was dying and so when it was nighttime i just got like outlines of what was happening and when it was daytime the screen was just flashing at me mm -hmm. and like not like flashing but like flickering like how a light going out does uh-huh it was the most frustrating thing. Were you the only one in the fucking screening? I was one of 12 people on Nobody, opening day. Nobody, like, complained or anything? No, I don't think any of them even wanted to be there after the first 20 minutes, because that is not a movie, movie that the public would like. Yeah, I heard the movie itself was kind of a slow burn, but it is based off of a 14th century poem, so... Slow burn does not start to describe how little happens if you don't know the source material okay Turbo's and i case. don't and so i was very confused i was enjoying it like it's very insane it's trippy the movie's trippy as a whole but i didn't know what i was watching until i, I feel like I... it's reasons like this while i was like i'm gonna buy the book i'm gonna read it then i'll watch the movie but... like after i got out i was like that was really good and i know there was something there i just don't know what it was trying to tell me yeah and so i went out and i immediately googled like what the green knight is and once it told me that there were five trials, I was like, okay, I fucking know what happened in this movie now. Okay. Because they don't tell you that. Okay. And they don't tell you it's based off of King Arthur's uh, nephew. It doesn't even tell you King Arthur is there, even though he's in it. It doesn't tell you that that's who he is. It doesn't tell you any of the characters' names except for Gawain. Gawain. Yeah. Is he the Green Knight? No, yeah. the Green Knight's a different person. Oh. And I'm not kidding. There's maybe a dozen lines in this movie. Neat. In two and a half hours. Jesus. Neat. I think the funniest thing about that is the poem itself is maybe a hundred pages long. Yeah, and I I could see that. Like it it's good. I want to watch it again in 4K or just but not in, in a shitty theater. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say I think it's one of those things I need to hurry up and read that book and then give it to you to read. It sounds like. Yeah, it was like really good, and I I liked it. I liked it a lot. I want to watch it again. 
Um, I'm guessing but that the fucking pub- bulb. <laughs> I'm guessing the public absolutely will hate this movie. They'll be like, "There isn't enough Power Rangers." Uh, the first, even walking good. out of it, like a guy w- with his wife or girlfriend or whatever, was like, "The first twenty minutes is okay, but nothing fucking happens." That movie was so fucking boring. Um, I didn't hear a laugh, even though there were some jokes in there. Uh, I never heard like a. <gasps> I didn't. I didn't hear a single sound from anybody in that theater except for crumpling of popcorn bags. Probably because people are sleeping. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Yes, I honestly like... wouldn't doubt it. I was in the front row. I because I didn't want to deal with people. I went to the front row. <laughs> so you just hear. <laughs> it was just. So you watched a movie that deals very heavily with imagery, while the projector was dying. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was a bad movie. Experience. That that weirdly sounds like the first time that I watched the first Thor movie, because the first time that I saw that movie, um, I was at Job Corps. They decided they're going to spend a little bit of extra money to like bring it in and like uh like a basically a to go theater basically like some these guys set up this big like twenty foot screen and then set up a projector with the nice sound system and like make it to where everyone can like just sit on the lawn and watch a movie and we watched uh yeah we ended up watching Thor. And I told them, it's a bad idea to set it up right there. You're right underneath the street lamp. They're like, no, it'll be fine. (laughs) Couldn't see a fucking thing in the movie. (laughs) And then I also told them, there's a lot of birds here. You probably shouldn't park your Jeep right underneath the tree. And they're like, no, it's fine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. You can imagine what their car looked like at the end of that movie. Yeah. And all I I could say the entire time is I just kept looking at those two guys going, I fucking told you. I told you. (laughs) Yeah. You should have been like, all right, use the Jeep, hit the street lamp. (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah that's that's all that's all i got going on i actually remember i i did do another video game thing um oh my there was a bunch of sonic games on sale and i bought sonic adventure dx because it was one dollar okay yeah yeah. two and i bought adventure two which i never played i played dx growing up and sonic three because everyone says that's the best one and i never played it well mania two but I know you I mean, don't I know, like Sonic, Jiraiya. I mean, I know Jiraiya liked playing Sonic Adventures 2, but he spent probably 90% of his time taking care of the Chow in that. That's the best part of the yeah. adventure games. It's fun. You but, do um, little foot races, and you feed them little berries. Yeah. And they're cute. And, and then, they grow, and then I never had the add-ons, so I couldn't do the whole thing. No, but that's the good thing. Um, there's actually just a, a mod that just is like, hey, it makes it like the Dreamcast game and gives you all the shit for the Chow Gardens, and I got it, and it's like, yeah. Oh, there was a flying one, too, where they could jump off a thing and fly. Yeah. That was good. I, I just thought of something. What? If there was, like, a, a Chow daycare game, wherever it was just that, where, like, you take care of Chow and you feed them, and then you have them play little games together, and, like, they put it on mobile, I could see Dry playing that game. I don't um, know. It sounds very mechanical. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not art, but... <laughs> it's not, car- it's not I, art. I do but it's- so cute though i do always wonder like they just did they like invented this amazing tamagotchi system put it in two games and then just never used it again yeah yeah they just gave up yeah i don't get it either um sega what the hell they don't really make those much but also i i'd argue chows are way better in a lot of ways yeah but sam what if you get your tamagotchi walk around with it gather berries take it to the actual game feed it and then make it compete in olympics and you then sometimes totally you play the actual that. video game. You can no. totally do that. Like, can't. Handheld thing. You can't do it. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if there was just like basically wherever you're like, you took care of Chow and like had them play games like that and have like a little like Chow Olympics, I can see Dry definitely getting into that game. Yeah. I would like it. Sega, get on that. But, uh, I want a Digimon version of that. 
Ooh, I think you could just play Digimon. <laughs> No. Yeah. Have you what, what's the last Digimon video game you've bought? Have you even seen if there's a Digimon version of that? The <laughs> latest Digimon game I know of was like in 2016. There was the Digital Cyber Sleuth. Where it was like you're trying to solve a mystery. Yeah, with it's Digimon. A, it's Persona, but Digimon. Oh. You know that Pokemon is the thing, and that's better too. So Pokemon. No, Sam, they made a MOBA, so they're immediately worse. <laughs> um funny thing about that MOBA, the reason why I know about it, uh penguin zero uh moist critical guy uh he plays that game uh apparently there's a pay to win system to where like oh, you're is. supposed to like do like these gym things to like level up your pokemon and you can just pay to get it and like he just uh paid like a 100 bucks or no he said he paid 220 dollars to like max level everything before Jesus. anyone else could and he was just like winning every single match because of it yeah that's how that works yeah yeah <laughs> So yeah, they just made a, a pay to win MOBA wherever he was like dunking on eight year olds. Basically, also, yeah. Also, you could just buy items that are just straight up make you better yeah. too. Um, cool. So the uh, again, a lesson for the children to learn: uh, don't eat, be poor. Eat the poor. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard of this game. Uh, it's a okay. MOBA. You know League of Legends. Yeah. Okay, now that's Pokemon. I know that's a thing. Do you know Dota? No. It's like League of Legends, but for older people. Because <laughs> people who play League of Legends are fucking babies. Yeah, ba -ba -ba -ba. No, um, but yeah, just like think of League of Legends, but Pokemon. Yeah, it's called Pokemon also Unite. Pay, is yeah. what it's called. Also, pay to win. Yeah, yeah, apparently it's very pay to win. Like the whole idea of like the mo. Uh, remember Paragon? Yeah. That's a MOBA. Yeah, I know. So it's like that, but Pokemon, and also top down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But okay. uh, well, that sounds boring as fuck. <laughs> I think your favorite part of uh, playing Paragon with us was making fun of me, if I remember correctly, because uh -huh. I was the only one who had a keyboard because it was crossplay. And so like some guy was complaining. And so I tried to say, get good scrub. And I accidentally put an M instead of a B. So it's like, get good scrum. And then I never <laughs> let that way down. Be that is a way better. Like... <laughs> get good scrum. Like if, like if someone called me a scrub, I'd be like, what year is it? But if someone called me scrum, I would be devastated for the rest of my life. Like this man invented a new term just to dunk on just me. To, yeah. <laughs> Oh, As you yes. all know, it's slang for scrum diddly umptious. <laughs> <laughs> but um, back back to my song. Uh, I think it's probably just nostalgia close to me by. But I'm having a lot of fun, even if the camera is absolutely god awful and Trash. it's super jank. I am still genuinely having fun playing it so far with Sonic. Yeah, the only thing I ever hear from Sonic fans is that. All of the games suck, and they hate all of it, but no, they no. love Sonic so Sonic, much. <laughs> Sonic, one, two, Sonic 2 and 3 are pretty good. And then uh, Adventure, else. people like. Uh, people like the Adventure series. And then eventually uh, they're like, Mania. when will you learn? <laughs> Mania is pretty, pretty good, and that was the first good game in like 20 years. Um, then you have Chris Chan there's a lot being of... like, oh, this, the color of Sonic's arms. And yeah, also but that's like, like a completely different thing. Like That's, that's <laughs> super different. Um, there's like a total of like seven good Sonic games, though, basically. Out of like the 7,000? Yeah. And there's like 10 mediocre ones that some people are fond of. And then there's some absolute terrible ones. I liked, what was it, Genesis? The ones on the Genesis? No, I think it was called Genesis. Genesis. No. 
Sonic, the one where you're new Sonic doing generations. Three, generations, that's the yeah. One. Actually, yeah, I forgot that one. That one's also like regarded as so. Yeah, that one's like a good eight. game, but it's not good enough to remember. No, that one's like <laughs> people, that's the one people are like Sonic's good again, and then they released like bad ones immediately. And they released after. five more Sonic games. Yeah, I think they released like Sonic and the Black Knight or something after that. Yeah, wasn't that the one where like Sonic gets a waifu? No, that's the no, that's Sonic 06. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Straight up kisses oh, a lady. God. Sonic in the Black oh, Knight's yeah, the one where it's like, what if Aladdin but Sonic? Mm-hmm. Huh. But then also you have No wait, no, that was wait, King Arthur but Sonic. There's also what if Aladdin but Sonic. But then you also have what if Uncharted but Sonic. <laughs> Isn't there like what if Sonic but werewolf? Yeah, that's unleashed. Yeah. That's okay. That's unleashed. That's yeah. Um. There's what if? What was that one? Colors. No. What if no, Sonic had like, color? What if Sonic was colors? <laughs> people actually do kind of like colors. Is like the most like good of the ones people are like it's all right. It seems. No. Like it had a lot of good ideas, but just ultimately struggled in other places. But um, there was like a four-player one. The one that was a Mario Party ripoff. No, it was like a four. It was like a four-player adventure one or something, right? Sonic that existed. Team right? or what? Did, Sonic. Uh, Sonic Heroes. Hero. I think that's it was three, Heroes. but yeah. Yeah. Sonic Heroes. Uh, people have sworn to me that one's bad, but as someone who played it nearly fifteen years ago, I disagree. You're like seven. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking everything know, was joking. great back then. Everything yeah. was great in 2003. <laughs> no. Yes. No. When you were seven. Yeah. <laughs> Not when you're a teenager. I don't even remember being seven. I don't think you were. Me I don't either. think I existed until yeah. I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, remember man. cereal and waking up at noon for half of my life. That's so late. Yeah, it was so late. Can I talk about things? No. <laughs> this is the testosterone wall. You're Sam. only allowed to talk about jury. Oh. No, I'm not talking talk about Sonic. female problems and yeah. just being a female in the podcast episode. Mm-hmm. It, well, this podcast is a male dominated podcast. <laughs> For now. But you're all a bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, called out. Oh. I agree. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Sam? Um, I've been playing Resident Evil Eight. You are about well, an hour that's away. The new one, right? Well, I've Ooh. been playing it like okay. So I don't have a PS Five or Resident Evil Eight. So like, I just play it when I'm here <laughs> on my brother's PlayStation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dry is my brother. <laughs> Hi, that's me. I'm don't yeah, release. Such are you sure you're not a little drunk like that? <laughs> <laughs> i'm not drunk i wish i were drunk sure sure <laughs> <laughs> you know brother <laughs> yeah um Res- resident evil ocho resident evil 8 the village village no that's seven village. isn't it no no, that's no it's four biohazard right no village is eight yeah i know but four does take place in a village yeah yeah so like the seven just called biohazard i'm not oh. gonna go into like s- super spoilers in this game or anything but it's yeah. a really fucking good game and it's basically a mix between seven and four yeah so nice. if you like those ones then you'll love this one 
Um, it's a mix of the two best Resident Evils. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you telling me that Resident Evil 1 isn't good? Yeah. Um, remake's, to, remake's fine. You're trying to tell me that Resident Evil Dead Aim isn't the greatest Resident Evil game ever made? What about the one for the Nintendo Wii? The Umbrella Chronicles are actually good. Oh. What about Gaiden? Bad. <laughs> Keep naming them. I'll tell you if the they're good The one for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, that was Gaiden. No. The one... That's that was color. The um five. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's five. <laughs> what about the one for Java that was on mobile phones? <laughs> I like I like five a lot. What about the one for GameCom? I never played it. What about the mm-hmm. one for Famicom or whatever it's called? Uh, there isn't one on Famicom, but there is. The, it, Resident Evil is based off of a game that is on. Well, what about the Laserdisc? Nope, not a thing. <laughs> was there a video game Laserdisc? I don't think so. Think really. No, but there should have been. Called like the Dreamcast or something. No, the Dreamcast definitely used CDs. It was the Nintendo PlayStation. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Nintendo PlayStation. Yeah. That was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah. No. It was yeah. a thing. Yeah. That's yeah. what originally got no. Sony into the video game industry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The PlayStation was originally meant to be an add-on for the Super Nintendo, so they can use disc uh, formats for it, but then oh. they uh, decided to they went with abandon Phillip. that program. Yeah, they went with Philip for some reason, and then uh, it sold the PlayStation back to Sony. So Sony just like, all right, fuck it, we'll put a game system out then. Yeah. Hmm. That's the only reason why we got a PlayStation. Yeah, that's why we got the Philip CDI as well, uh, of Revelation and storytelling the world truly is yin and yang (laughs) anyway it's really fun game it's really great (laughs) i really like the um well there's definitely like different sort of gameplays and areas but uh the castle is really fucking cool did you get booty clapped by the vampire leader or whatever (laughs) yeah a few times (laughs) (laughs) i still think it's funny that like one of the first mods that i saw that game was a guy made of fly swatter and he was just going around like smacking her booty with it one of the first mods i saw was every time you look at her her hat grows slightly larger yeah i saw that one that was pretty good (laughs) that's pretty good well there's a reason why nobody talked about her after the game came out it's because they all already got all their horny out and moved on no it pretty purposely destroys the horny yeah I that think you're underestimating right. how horny the internet is. Nah, no. talk definitely slowed down when that game came out. Yeah, talk did not. The I porn. mean, fucking <laughs> nerds will put their dick in anything. Yeah, they'll put their dick in the fucking weird flower monster from Stranger Things. Yeah, they'll put their dick in anything. <laughs> there was this one Hulu short I watched when Hulu was just starting up. They were like, tri- they were like trying stuff out, and they're like, hey, like short form content and stuff. And so they put this short out where a guy. Uh, was very lonely, but he had his PC, and, and he so he started his... being sexually attracted to his oh, PC yeah. tower, and so he drilled a hole in it, and then filled it with bubble wrap, and then had sex with his PC tower. How did they huh. s- live? As he a... doesn't, he kills him eventually. No, okay, I meant good. the fucking streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> How did they exist after that? Well, they're owned by Disney now, so um... let's... he's a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the tower technically a Disney princess at that point? Getting fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I know I talk shit about men and nerds a lot. Yeah. Yeah. As one should. I'm also a nerd. They'll never admit it. As one shouldn't. 
I, I really did think Sam was gonna be like. By the way, I know that we talk. I talk shit about men a lot and nerds. Moving on. <laughs> oh, you gotta fucking take nerds down a peg. There's not. There's bullies aren't around to fucking put them in lockers anymore. <laughs> As the late great Trevor Moore once said, "We need more bullies." He has a song about it. Yeah, the bullies went away. Mm-hmm. We need more bullies. Mm. By the way, uh, rest in peace, Trevor Moore. Yeah, co-founder of Whitest Kid You Know. Super sad news came out today while we were recording the regular podcast. Yeah, um, I had to take an hour to reconcile. It's really he's like that's the right word. Kind, kind of. of. <laughs> it's it's it actually is like shocking news because he's yeah just a genuinely really funny dude who helped shape my sense of humor a lot. Honestly, very shocking because he was only forty one. He wasn't old weird yeah it was yeah it's just kind of one of those i guess reality hits in a weird way yeah and like one thing that they've been doing they've been doing these live streams every week and to get donations so they could make a wise kid you know movie called mars uh and they were almost they almost had enough they were like two streams away from having enough money to do to do the movie uh super sucks yeah Hmm. yeah lots of tragic deaths this year who else died lots of people my cousin <laughs> i did hear i did hear news of that yeah. that one that's definitely a... something we need for the podcast or for the live show yeah not going to yeah. talk about that but that was very shocking yeah, yeah. okay i'm sorry yeah it that. is something i don't <laughs> see a lot of people talking about because he was kind of in the underground comedy realm of it but much like dry he um the whitest kids you know and his sense of humor did kind of shape our humor in general yeah it was extremely influential to me. Uh, I, w- I would not have the dark sense of humor that I have if it weren't for him and his crew. Which may be better or worse. I don't know. Depends yeah. on who you ask, I guess. But yeah. That being said, if you watch Ms- our Mrs. March on the podcast, you probably still give it a low rating. Yeah, it's not a good movie, but it's a <laughs> fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, you know, uh, that's, that's the with... amazing note to end on. You on know. that downer. Hey, depression. All right. Talk to you guys later. (laughs) If you want to get a hold of us, you can. (laughs) All right. Figure out how. (laughs) Figure it out. Uh, If if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We got a link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P. Gives you all of our social medias and our listen medias. And our media media. And And our amoebas. And Ooh. we got an email, the last ones in podcasts at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcasts at gmail.com. Send us your favorite uh, Sonic game. Send us your scrums. If you don't have one, then you're not a human <laughs> being. Sorry. I'm not a human being, I guess. <laughs> if I had, if you could choose a favorite one. It would be the one with the child garden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I, if <laughs> I adventures too. If yeah. Mr. Sonic came up to my yeah. head with a gun and was like, Mr. "What's your?" He's like, "Wait, pass, cool." <laughs> like, "Oh no, child garden." <laughs> He's like, "All right." Chili dogs. <laughs> Sonic out. <laughs> I just imagine he's like a '90s morning DJ. He is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not wrong. That's his personality. <laughs> Mr. Sonic. Way to go! <laughs> Today in the studio, we're going to see who has the biggest schlong. Whoa! Whoa! whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
I can't whistle right slide now. Slide whistle. Where, where's that Sonic mod where he has a slide <laughs> whistle when you like get to top speed? <laughs> All right, Sam. Yeah. Let's try something different, Sam. Uh-oh. Let's see if you can do this, Sam. Okay. Are you ready, Sam? <laughs> nope. Sam, Samity, Sam, Sam, Sam. Nope. Uh, if you fail, we'll just have Robbie do it. Okay. <laughs> Sam. Yes. Take us out of here. Okay, well, uh, go get vaccinated now. Um, if you don't, you're a dumbass. Um, <laughs> wash your hands, obviously. Duh. You're, duh. That's just duh. Dude. Wash your hands, brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Like, fucking take a shower, too. That's yeah. good. Um, also, stay away from people so they don't get your their germs all over your face just your face um wear a mask even though like there's no more mandates really hardly um anymore though they're kind of coming back i'm coming back into style yeah um <laughs> it's in vogue yes <laughs> um so fucking don your fanciest ass mask that you have um do that and also uh, yeah i think just don't be dumb or annoying good life advice good great <laughs> life advice don't be dumb or annoying and you dumbass and also just don't annoy me personally because i hate you <laughs> great life advice so good everybody needs it you love to hear it all right also i don't hate you guys you guys are cool <laughs> I'm talking to the people in the mic. In the mic? <laughs> Not yes. us. Not in the room. We can go fuck ourselves. That chocolate's yeah. still hitting you, huh? <laughs> Too much drink. <laughs> All right. Uh, well. It didn't work very well. <laughs> thank thank oh, you. That was a good one. Yeah, sure. Oh, thank you, Robbie. Yep. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, everybody out there, for listening. Uh, if you're listening to this archive, thank you so much. We... We love having you listening, having you here. Have a great week, everybody. We, I want to press this button. Bye. We'll we'll talk to you later. Um, or will we? Or will we? Uh, remember, like Sam always says, just now, don't be a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like she always says, starting today. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. bye.